Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we're helping you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. McKay Tautu, how are you today? I'm doing so great. She's tired. I am tired, but I'm great. Yeah, she's always great. Sometimes sleep happens, sometimes it doesn't. That's true. This, uh, this particular segment, we've talked about different kinds of carpet, whether you got fibers or cut pile or loop pile and all the different subcategories of that. We hit hardwood earlier. We hit tile briefly. Guess what? After you put it in, somebody's got to clean that stuff. you got to take care of it, right? That's the boring part of having floor. Oh, but it looks so nice when you do it right and you've got... Nice vacuum tracks, or it's nice and shiny tile with no streaks. Yeah, and that is a matter of taste. Uh, we mentioned that there are certain kinds of carpet. Oh, that are some going people to don't like vacuum, vacuum tracks. Track. I'm, I'm not a fan of vacuum tracks. Oh, see, I my mom taught me that you vacuum like you're coloring, and so we would have perfect vacuum tracks, and that's how she would decide whether our chore was done or not, as if we had perfect vacuum tracks. Oh so I love vacuum tracks. <laughs> so if I was vacuuming like I colored, I would probably be making a stick figure, and I'm sure that would not be popular. <laughs> Yours would be out of the lines for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so we need to clean it. So what do you recommend? So we have some options as far as maintenance is concerned. Now, as the home inspector, I am most concerned that we try not to notice carpet unless it's ratty or we've got a trip risk or it's just flat out unsanitary and I need, I need to notice those sorts of things for my home buyers. Now you on the other hand you have a totally different viewpoint let's <laughs> say. I have to plead guilty to not vacuuming the carpet very much. Who'd have thunk? But occasionally when I need a husband point I'll, I'll go do something like that. You on the other hand I think you have a trick or two for taking care of floors and I'm thinking that I need to hear Okay, them. so I guess we're starting with with carpets. Okay, yes. so I think that the biggest problem with carpets is going to be odor, especially if you have any pets. Okay, so I've got this big 160-pound oh, he hairy beautiful. dog, and he's got three-inch long fur, and he pretty much leaves a one-pound pile of fur through the house <laughs> almost on a daily okay, basis. Okay, so then you need to vacuum, Garth. But if we're talking about if you have a pet, I don't care who you are, your pet has had an accident in your house. It just True. it happens every once in a while. No matter how potty trained they are, there's a time when they get locked in or something happens. They get sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you got to love the dog puke. My dog would always choose the carpet as he's puking. He would actually walk in <laughs> about one foot into the family room where he would intentionally puke on the Don't carpet. Don't they do that? As I, to the I, yes, I, I totally concur. Okay, so I found something that worked. In fact, this happened to me just about two weeks ago, but it wasn't puke. My dog got sick. We had ribs, and I think he had a lot of ribs. <laughs> and I got up in the morning, and I had a mess to clean up, and I was not a good way to start a day. But anyway, so I started getting all cleaned up, and I needed something to take out the odor because when they're sick, it's even worse. This is so gross. Sorry we're talking about this, but it's life, right? So anyway, I found a product that I love, and I actually mix essential oils in my carpet cleaner. And so there's specific blends that are really, really awesome. My favorite has cinnamon and clove and... So essential oils, you know, I go thinking essential oils. What is essential about the oil? Um, 
and I guess that's not really it, right? It, it is oil that it is the essence of a particular right. plant. It's the defense right? mechanism of a plant. But there's several companies out there that have essential oils. I have a particular favorite right. one, but some of the products I use do include, like I said, cinnamon and clove, wild orange, things like that. I have another one that I love, and it has things like, oh, let me remember what's in it, lemon, lime pine so it kind of depends the smell you're looking for but i go ahead and put those essential oils and they don't damage your carpet at all you always want to test a little area first but i put several uh -huh. drops of that in my carpet cleaner and sucked up the yuck and it completely worked it's amazing that sounds like a uh, phrase that we ought to keep going Ugh, Suck up the yuck. and then when you have um situations later on i still did notice like you know how after something happens, you're really sensitive to that smell? So other people couldn't right. smell it, but I still smelled just like, it wasn't the yucky, yucky smell, but it was the yucky mix with the cleaning smell. And so I mixed right. a few drops of those essential oils with baking powder and with about, uh -huh. I don't know, a third of a cup of baking powder and just rubbed that right. into my carpet and you just leave it. You don't even vacuum it back up. And it completely took away the smell. 1,000%. Nice. So that's kind of a nice. cool thing. Baking powder can do amazing things. And it left a nice fresh scent, be scent because I used the essential oils. So that's awesome. I have a feeling that if no matter what I did with my carpet, it would still smell like my long hair. Oh, let me dog. just try. I can help. Yeah. You. Okay. So that's carpet. So you've got a couple of different solutions there. And, uh, you know, rather than get too far into that, maybe we ought to just have you contact McKay directly. So, McKay, do you have an email that you'd like people to ask you questions? Sure. They can email me at McKay, that's M-A-K-A-Y, at homemedicusa.com. So, another thing with carpet is stains. So, stains uh -huh. are very difficult, and you get the OxyClean, that works well. Also, you know what kind uh -huh. of a really powerful little trick is Dawn dishwashing liquid, the blue one. The original blue one. The blue one. I Why don't know. One? It doesn't have bleach. It doesn't have all. It's just the original Dawn dishwashing. My mom always calls it New Dawn. New Dawn. And you put a little drop of that because soap will attract dirt. So one drop uh -huh. in a big old bowl of cold, cold water. And you can just go to town and scrub and let it sit for a little minute. But that can work really well. So there you uh -huh. go. Tips and tricks from uh, from not the home medic, but the lovely and talented. From a mom of McKay. five kids who are extremely messy. <laughs> yeah, of course, none of my kids were ever <laughs> messy at all. Let's say you have a hardwood floor, or maybe it's a tile floor. You can still use, of course, the you can those use essential oils lemons or the dawn or whatever. Yes. Essential oils are great. Vinegar is amazing for hardwood. So Windex. Did you ever see my big fat Greek wedding? He was right. Windex works for everything. I, yeah. <laughs> but um, Windex is has a lot of vinegar, and so it is really, really good on hardwood, believe it or not. Okay. Now, as I did the research on the maintenance for tile and hardwood, obviously, especially on hardwood, you don't want to go ruining the hardwood with a hard oh, bristle brush. Oh, absolutely not. So you go with a soft bristle, you get the gritty dirt up. If you're going to use a vacuum, you don't want to use one with a beater bar. Obviously, that's just going to just torture your What your about floor. letting it soak just for a short a period of time? If you're going hardwood, that concerns me a little. I guess it depends on how what a short period of time is. Five if you're minutes, talking maybe one, one minute. 
one minute I think I'd be okay with. Five minutes starts to concern okay. me a little because it's going to soak up that moisture. And then wood, from its very nature, is going to soak up humidity. As it does so, it expands. And if it does too much of that, then you're going to have Is there a difference issues. between the temperature of the water, hot water versus cold water? Hot water is going to be more reactive. Now, I go back to my experience as a home inspector and I'm thinking, you know, we have hardwood floors maybe again where the hardwood is located beneath the dishwasher door and people are mm -hmm. splashing. And I have seen where many hardwood floors are ruined in the vicinity of a never dishwasher. Never in the kitchen. If you're building a home, never put hardwood in the kitchen, right? Or the bathroom. Or the yeah. entryway. It's yeah, not even good in the entryway. I've seen it where they have the tile that's almost in the form of a big area rug right by the front door and then start the hardwood. I love that. That it's is kind of awesome. and safer. You also want to consider, as you're talking about maintenance, you want to consider maybe a UV protection on the window oh, coverings. Oh, I would have never thought of that. Hopefully you don't have carpet immediately inside your front door. If you do, there's more need for that. If you've got hardwood inside the front door, that can be so affected So are there by UV, UV well. protectors for the windows that aren't dark? They darken it to some extent, but if the protection is placed on there well, you won't notice okay, it. Okay, great. And at the risk of stating the obvious, don't use scour pads. Oh my goodness, Garth, if anyone out there would do that. We cannot be friends oh. with them. <laughs> you know, as the home inspector, I see absolutely everything. And you bet I see homes where, you know, we've there's been scour pads. There's been all kinds of crazy So do you want to know how I mop? On there. Let's, no, let's hear how you okay, mop, Okay, so the neighbor kids all love the way I mop. Because I have tile, so I take, well, the first thing I do is I have like a big 7-Eleven Big Gulp cup, and I put a little cleaner in it with some water, and then I put that on the counter, just set it there. And then I take uh -huh. my sprayer, you know the sprayer for your dishes, and I turn right. it on, and I squirt it as far as I can, everywhere around my whole kitchen entryway, I just sit there and squirt it when my kids just laugh. And then we spray the, or we spill the cleaner on there and then we get old towels and we all walk around until it's all cleaned up that's the oh, only wow. way i'm up i don't even have a mop i can totally count on you to find <laughs> an interesting way to it's mop so the floor. fun and the kids love it and we put music <laughs> on and we like it's a little workout on your glutes it's good stuff and i have the cleanest <laughs> floor ever right after we mop you want to make sure you do get that up of course because if you don't the wood is going to curl well, it's, it's going to have slivers and yeah but that's why i asked you on the wood because if i had wood Actually, I did have wood, and I didn't mop like that. I just had my wet towel, and I made all the kids yeah, walk you got to do a little and we bit would more. Squirt. Got to be a lot more We had careful. our Windex or oils, and we would squirt it and still shimmy on our towel. Shimmy. So <laughs> let's say, for example, that you're living in Florida or Georgia, you know, one of those more humid-laden areas with bugs. Are we going to have bugs in our, in no. our mansion? So let's say that we okay. don't have bugs in our Florida mansion. You know, obviously it's more humid. The hardwood is going to be more at rest with a higher humidity level. And that's okay, but you need that humidity level to be relatively constant. If you go to extremely humid to extremely dry, back to humid, your hardwood is actually going to expand and contract and expand relative to the so humidity. So somewhere we're in the west. So in the west where our se we have four very distinct seasons and everybody uh -huh. and their dog has hardwood. So it's really right. not the best place for hardwood. Even in an arid west you're going to have more humidity mm -hmm. in the summer. It's still not going to be as bad as, you know, certain other okay. locations. Okay. So it's okay here. But in, you know, let's say Texas for example, Texas is going to be humid mm -hmm. year round. When you go to buy hardwood, if that's the choice you make, 
you want to make sure when you buy that you get something that is more tolerant to humidity fluctuations. Should we talk about cracks and holes in how to deal with those? Yeah, my friend, he just went down to the Lowe's or the Home Depot and was able to get some putty or clay. And he put it right in there and completely fixed it himself. Yeah, they actually have putty for hardwood. They have a putty for mm-hmm, tile. That's what he did. I actually need to do some of that in my own kitchen. But you can get filler in there. You want to do that because, speaking of keeping your money and your wallet and your family out of the hospital, if you've got a kid with a two-inch sliver in the foot or a two-inch cut, either way, you've got a hospital bill to pay, and it's going to cost you something. We have talked about how to maintain floors. We talked about the home inspector issues like spills near the dishwasher, humidity levels, cracks and holes. You, McKay, are now master of your mansion. This particular mansion is going to be a well-maintained floor, and we've talked about all the above. Are you going with tile or hardwood? Well, where am I? You're in Texas. I'm in Texas. Oh, I think I'd go hardwood. Okay. Definitely hardwood. Everybody loves hardwood. I love hardwood as well. If you need more information, homemedicusa.com. And as always, be yourself because everybody else is taken. <laughs>